previously on Into the Honor Void. Kill, Loom, and myself made our way through the swamp when Loom said that there were approaching entities. He didn't know if they were bad, but he seemed to give us the impression that they were and that we should hide or hightail it out of there. So naturally, Gil wanted to fight. The D20 Syndicate presents Into the Yonder Void. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. What's up, nerds? <laughs> the, the glasses shake. <laughs> A weekly Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy. I'm not Ron Perlman. I'm not Dwayne Johnson. I am not The Rock. I am not A Rock. And I play Nezreel. <laughs> you play Nezreel? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Smashing the See, name together. You thought I was to get Nezreel in here. You, you thought I was going straightforward with like my matter of factness, <laughs> and then I threw in the silly right at the end. <laughs> I'm Tomas. I play Rock Hudson. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, I don't know much about rocks. I'm Lindsay, and I'm 100% not a rock, and I play Fee. And I'm Michaela, and I play Can. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure and tell you geological facts about actors. Yeah. Fossils are bullshit. It's all a lie. It's styrofoam. The devil put <laughs> dinosaurs here. Sometimes you can eat rocks if they look like they'd be good in a sandwich. Some, Sometimes you can kick rocks. Some animals me off eat rocks off. to digest the other animals they eat along with the rocks. And miscellaneous <laughs> other rock facts. <laughs> the Rock was a 1996 movie from Jerry Bruckheimer and Tony Scott. Directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> Sean Connery. Some consider it a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Classic. Modern day. Modern day classic. No. Um, retelling oh, no. of mm. the Cinderella story. Mm. <laughs> unofficial. I'll go with unofficial. Uh, sequel to... Sean Connery's James Bond uh, run. We got there. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was like, what, where's it going? We got there. Yeah. I had to throw down some road flares. I was still under construction. Yeah. My brain's broken. <laughs> Much like Nicolas Cage did in the 1996 movie The Rock, because he, he had those flares up as the bombs were coming down. Spoilers <laughs> for The Rock, but yeah, shit yeah, blows up. <laughs> in a Michael yeah. Bay movie? What? If you haven't seen this nearly 30-year-old film, <laughs> got some bad news for you. It's pretty satisfying. Now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. Oh, shit. Shit! <laughs> tonight's question, I want to know, of ethos, pathos, and logos, which style of interaction is most are you most susceptible to now for those of you listening that might not know those were the other three musketeers what <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, kefir and kefir. Uh, <laughs> oliver and Kenny company, <laughs> company. <laughs> logos appeals to reason 
and logical arguments. Ethos appeals to status or authority for trustworthiness. And pathos appeals to emotions, for instance, anger or sympathy. So, which style of persuasion are you most susceptible to? I will start with Gil. I would definitely say that I would be more susceptible to ethos. Uh, I don't listen to anyone that I know whose ass I can kick, which is a lot of people. But if you have power, and I can tell you have power, if you have clout, if I've heard of you before, if you're more famous than the devil of the deep, then I might listen to you a little bit. Very nice. I didn't see that one coming. What did you see coming? Not yeah, I have a, I have a <laughs> skewed version, I guess, of what ethos is. I, I thought, thought ethos, ethos was ethics. I thought mm. it was literally logic, ethics, and passion. No, it's like uh, strength of authority. Like, oh, I should listen to him because he's like the president or something. Like, he's no, he's well known. He has uh, renown, uh, credibility, or oh, holy shit, it's Michael Jordan. I should probably listen to Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Why have I thought ethos was ethics this whole time? Because they it start with the, the same three letters. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Also, Ethernet. All right. Let's go with Nezra. <laughs> I thought it was fucking internet, bro. <laughs> well, I know I would like to claim uh, that it's logic that I primarily follow or would be susceptible to. But if I'm being honest with myself, it's probably pathos. Why is that? Because I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Emotions are for little babies. All right. <laughs> um, fee. God damn it. So I hate to copy someone else, but. Um, you don't know that what they said. Okay, good. So <laughs> I'm an individual okay, and uh, I would like to, I mean, I do think logos probably does come into play most of the time. Okay. Some of the time, but as a majority, I do think it's pathos, but um, I try to not get swayed with pathos, but I'm still kind of finding my reins on my big feelings, you know? So, yeah, I, I, I kind of pathos, probably. Hint of logos. I'm getting closer. Hint of lime. Growing in logos. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Fee. Yeah. And can. Logos. Why? Because if something is explained to me and it makes sense, then I'm in. <laughs> All right. Anything you'd like to add on that? Well... I guess I don't really care, like, about status too much. Yeah. All right. Well, th <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that's, that's what I was waiting for. Um, <clears throat> okay, shall we get started? I suppose mm -hmm. Hell yeah. we maybe could. Lay it on me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, when we last left off, we were still bisected two groups Nezra and Gil in the swamps and Canon Fee near the entrance to the cave 
uh, where all the Basidi children are purportedly being held. Nez and Gil, you were being approached at a casual speed by these humanoid creatures uh, that seem to be related in some way to the kidnapped uh, Basidi. And Nez, you were hiding in a bush with Loom. You had magically enhanced some rocks. Gil, you were being a dryad and hiding at the top of a tree. And Can and Fee, you guys were hiding in the bushes in a different area when suddenly you saw some sort of like magical disturbance in the force uh, on top of these boulders, and you heard a coughing sound and somebody saying, oh shit. So, we're going to pick up with Gil and Nez. So let me pull this map up. So when I had first peeped on them, I wanted to see if I could see their, if there was weaknesses on them. Like you said, they had like organic armor and shit on, but mm-hmm. is there like gaps in that armor? Like well, stuff I now that they're closer, I'll allow you to do a, a, a perception at advantage since you're looking for something very specific. Can you guys see this? Yeah. Yes, sir. That's Oops. a natural 20. Ooh, for a total of... 27. Ooh. 27? Mm. Nice. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're looking, you're looking for any apparent weaknesses. Even though they have armor on and, you know, they've got some organic material to it, they do have a lot of, like, exposed area to their, uh, to their forms. Uh, their armor, it seems like they would thrive, much like in, like, maybe the island of Luta, uh, somewhere in a warmer climate or a cl- an area where the climate isn't as important because it is kind of, like... Uh, very light, almost barbarian in a sense, in like classic barbarian style where they've got some stuff on, you know, they've got some pauldrons, they've got some like chest pieces, uh, but it's a lot of like, uh, n- like not full length pants, more like battle skirt type stuff, um, and light boots. So there's a lot of exposed skin. Um, they also, as you like watch them move, they're more, more focused ahead and not so much focused like in their immediate vicinity, as I kind of mentioned before, they just kind of marched, you know, through the the marshy swamp without really heeding anything in their direct path because their eyes are always like they're either focused on each other or they're focused out outwardly looking for any signs of what appears to be like attack or something. So there are some things that you notice that could be utilized to your benefit. Was there anything in particular that you were trying to pay attention to other than that? Uh, mostly like where I could shoot them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of exposed skin, so definitely any of those areas. They seem to have the same basic configuration of limbs and stuff. Like I could assume that like arteries are in the same spot or something. It definitely looks like that. Yeah, based on your perception check, they're very humanoid. They're they're tall and lean, but lean and muscular as well. And that, like I said, they look very scrappy. Like they can handle themselves. So they they clearly. They hold themselves in a way that they believe that they are dangerous. We're working with European car rules. Hearts in the <laughs> butt. Shoot them in the butt. <laughs> okay, so I am going to ready in action. Okay. When they pass me, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw one of the eggs in the area of the trap to okay. try and get their attention. Okay. All right, so they continue moving up. And Nez, are you going to do anything? Or are you just going to wait? Uh, I'm waiting for Gil's signal. Okay. 
And they keep moving along, chatting. Now they're talking about how hungry they are. They can't wait for a rest. And as they get to the tree, Nez, they kind of like look up at it. No, sorry, not Nez, Gil. They kind of look up at it and you're currently hiding. Is that a, a racial trait of the dryad that you're utilizing? Uh, the dryads just look like plant creatures and I made it to look like a barky tree. Gotcha. So give me decep- uh I'll let you decide if you want to do deception or if you want to do, yeah, it'll be deception. Do deception with advantage since you laid the groundwork for preparing. I was going to argue for stealth, but my deception is higher. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is more deception because you're pretending mm-hmm. to be part of the tree as opposed mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. straight up hiding. Dirty 20. I wish all these trees would stop lying to me. <laughs> that was a dirty 20. A dirty 20? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You you see like one of them look up and like kind of like shift and another one's like, what do you see? And he, he just kind of like looks. Uh Nothing, nothing. It's fine. Let's continue on. I You've been received. And uh, yeah, they uh, continue on. You let me know how close you want them to be to the trap before you spring it. <laughs> Say when. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they, they pass the tree. They keep on moving on. Nez, are you doing anything? Uh, in my worry, like at this point, I've seen them. They look mm-hmm. like pretty gnarly dudes, mm-hmm. and I, I want, I want to not immediately assume that they are bad guys. Okay. Um, but in my worry, I'm gonna cast armor of Agathis. Okay. I, I reluctantly cast armor of Agathis. Okay. Gotcha. So you cast armor of Agathis, and the crystalline structure kind of goes over your flesh. And, uh, yeah, they, they continue on loom. Yes. So, um, before you start dragging everyone, I want to throw the egg now Mm -hmm. so that the hope is that one person goes out to investigate and maybe springs the trap. Um, so if, as long as they're 10 feet ahead of me, then I'm going to throw the egg. Okay. Yeah. They're all about 10 feet ahead of you at least. Um, are you trying to hit the trap or are you just trying to hit nearby? I'm just going to try and funnel them towards it. Okay, gotcha. So go ahead and give me a, uh, a, a, a like a throwing weapon roll, so a strength roll, I guess, or your strength modified on an egg. I just did dex because it's ranged. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, an egg. Yeah, you absolutely can use dex then. That'll be 18. 18, yeah. Nice. You <laughs> kerplunk right next to the trap, and it like with, there's a splatter, and you watch as they're just like... <laughs> Like they all like kind of like jerk around and you hear him go, what was that? I, I don't know what that was. Should we go investigate? Well, obviously we should investigate. And they st- all start like marching forward towards this egg where, where it was dropped. And Nez, you see like loom tense up as these guys have gotten really close to you. And they're like, they get like close enough. And then one of them kind of like throws his hand up. Never mind. Uh, he throws his hand up. He's like, and I, I thought I saw what it was, but it doesn't matter. And they continue on until one of them steps on the trap. And you watch. Um, I'm going to have Fee mm-hmm. roll three D10s for me, but 
Uh, I need you to tell me what each individual number is. Okay. I have a four, a three, and a three. Okay, so you guys watch uh, weirdly as it steps on this trap. Um, there's like a shining light underneath this, and they're all clustered pretty close. Uh, there's like a shining light underneath this creature as it steps down on the like the the soft dirt where this trap lay, and it kind of like blossoms out and you guys see up in the air above this creature appears to be some insane looking like you're not sure if it's a spell or what but it looks like reels of some kind and you watch them start spinning and tink 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 and it shows you said 433 three? yep you guys see a flame symbol appear on one of the reels then you guys see a tree on another reel. And then you guys see another tree on an, the third we, the reel. In the air, just like magically created. And then it disappears. This all happens in like less than a second. And suddenly, vines of flame have grown out of this trap and wrap around this creature. Just snare him up and he's screaming and they wrap him up and it turns into like this like long like tendrils of vines of flame that kind of branch out and one two three four four of these six are struck by this in the area of effect four a lot of damage you guys watch (laughs) the one that initially stepped on it erupts into flames body parts go flying everywhere the other three that are hit are like badly burned and uh since all three of them are in the water they are like laying in the water while the other two are like standing there like they get their weapons ready and they are very very confused i'm gonna need everybody to give me initiative is that guy dead us too yeah no sorry those two so uh you could say, real in the sky keeps on burning. Ah, <laughs> that was good. All right. You know, for that, you can have a, uh, a D4 of DM inspiration for this session. Thank nice. you. That was really good. And they that don't was. know, none of them know we're here yet, right? Correct. So they're all surprised. <laughs> so we will yes. all go first no matter what. Yes, you all have a surprise round, but you will have to roll initiative. Seven for me. Seven? Yep. Uh, Was that with an addition at all? No. Okay, you don't have a bonus to... Well, I mean I have a plus three. Okay, so so you rolled four? No, I... Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) All right, so you will go first, because you and Loom got the same number. Um, Oh, I see. And then, Nez, what'd you get? Uh, Nez has 14, and Sif has 12. 12? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Gil... And Loom. All right. Okay, so Nez, what would you like to do? You see that there's one of these has clearly died instantly on Loom because of Loom's trap. Fuck and, yeah, Loom. And uh, the three are very badly injured, and they're laying in the water. The two on the outside of the group have, like, readied their weapons, and they're scanning. One of them looks like they're, like, already getting ready to cast a spell. I'm going to say this just because I don't think you'll ever do it. 
so it's not metagaming. But I think it would just be so cool if you walked up and just did a breath weapon in a line, <laughs> <laughs> like against all those fuckers. It's so I'm not so gonna lie. I was, I'm definitely, I was considering doing something of the sort, not necessarily breath weapon, but definitely goading them oh, toward me. Oh, you metagaming uh, piece of shirt. Well, that was an accidental metagame. <laughs> Accidental. Uh, um, yeah, actually, uh, with that, so like all my nervous, like I'm just a bundle of fucking nerves at this point <laughs> and seeing that guy go up in flames and seeing them be like at the ready now, I'm just sort of like, I can't fucking just wait anymore <laughs> on the sidelines. So Ness is just going to like stand up <laughs> really, <laughs> really quickly, like, <laughs> and go, Hey, <laughs> and uh just kind of like awkwardly start walking towards them holding out holding out my uh my staff uh again still kind of imitating what i saw on the beach uh after meeting gil and everybody and seeing gil with his rapier and i'm just gonna kind of pantomime gil with his rapier with my staff towards how them. far how far up are you using your whole movement um i'll do yeah, you know what? Yeah, I will. Okay. 30, so 30 feet, please. Feet. Yeah. Did you take yeah. your stones with you, or did you leave them with him? Uh, he, uh, Loom has them. I gave them to Loom. Because he, right, so you, he kind of indicated that he was more of like a a speed guy. He's kind of more dexterous, not necessarily like... Uh, yeah, he was trying to imply he's, not, he's the opposite of a tank. So, <laughs> so, I, so I figured he would be good at like running around with them and just kind of like, ha! You know, throwing the stones at them at a distance kind of thing. Very nice. Are you going to do anything else with your turn? Because you can, you still have an action you can do. Ooh. But you are, you're about 10 feet away from one of the uninjured ones who's like wildly like looking around. He's upset, I bet, too. No, I'm just, I'm just going to kind of point at him with the staff like a rapier like still, you know, and just say, I'll have you know, we have you surrounded. You all should leave immediately. <laughs> Very nice. Gil, what are you doing? Is Sif doing anything? It's not much I can have him do at this point, other than just like kind of keep an eye on things and let me know if anything. I'll, I'll, I'll say, you know, do laps around the perimeter and make sure that nothing comes up and surprises us. Okay. So I like a little bit like this. Okay, Gil. Uh, I will withdraw my bow, and I will pull an arrow, and it will turn okay. green, and it, and it will coil with vines around it, and I will mm -hmm. shoot it in the area where the second guy is from the left. So one of the injured ones laying in the water? Yep, and I'm going to cast Entangle, and it has a 20-foot uh, radius around it, so it should get everyone but Nez. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Ooh. Um, all right. Go ahead and roll to attack. I don't need to roll. You need oh, to. You're, uh, oh, this isn't like an additive. Okay. Gotcha. It's just how What's we cast save. It? Uh, strength 13. Okay. And I'm rolling for all of them. Yep. Okay. Literally all of them failed the strength save. Uh, nice. I, did, I did not roll higher than a six. So, um,. Unless your unless your save is a six or lower, nope. Um, uh, so yeah, so you strike this one with the arrow, and 
is hit by the, your spell, and then in the radius around it, they all are hit by Entangle. So it just in that instance, there's like blown up pieces, some of them falling, still on fire, and then all of a sudden, the one one of the ones on fire is now Entangled, and the rest of them are all involved in that as well. Anything else you'd like to do? That is my... Well, hmm. Actually, I can't. Never mind. That's my turn. <laughs> okay. All right. Loom is going to utilize one of the stones. Uh, what's the range on those stones, did you say? Was it 60 feet? Uh, if it's thrown, yes. 60 feet. Okay. He's going to step out a little bit so that he has a, a clearer shot. And he's going to aim it right at this guy in front of you, Nez, one of the guys who he still hasn't gotten a chance to do anything. He's now entangled. And uh, go ahead. It's a, it's a, it's a spell attack, right? So I would use your spell bonus. Yep. So uh, you'll attack. Uh, the attacker adds my spellcasting ability modifier, which is... I'm so sorry. It says plus three and plus one. Oh, plus three for wizard, plus one for warlock. It's a warlock spell, so I would imagine so plus, the plus one. one. Okay. Uh, so this actually does not hit. You, His, roll, he, you, you roll with advantage because he's restrained. Oh, you're right. Okay. That is a natural 20. So, Hell yeah. <laughs> so he looked like he was lining up a shot and then second guessed himself and then you watch as this just pebble shoots across like a fucking fired out of a cannon and hits this thing and what is my damage for this you said 1d6 plus 1d6 plus my spellcasting ability modifier okay uh, which is plus three all right so 1d6 plus three and that is a six plus three so nine damage so max amount of damage you could do just nice. boom conks this thing right in like the area underneath its chin and the throat it's <laughs> and <laughs> uh, man he threw that stone good he, he uh he rookie of the year that bit yeah exactly just <laughs> lined it up and fired Sing. all right now cannon fee we are back to you okay you cannon guys and fee mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you Sorry. guys were on the the that area, and you guys had discovered this distortion and heard that noise. There's something carriage-sized, slightly invisible, mostly invisible, but you can still kind of see the shape as the sun went behind the clouds. Now that we have kind of noticed it, can we, like, perceive more? Uh, give me perception. Okay. Both of you can do this. Can I even? I was going to have asked Crumb if he would just fly up to get a better vantage. You can also do that if you don't want to do perception. Mm. 15? Okay. Can I do both? <laughs> I'll choose one. Okay, I'll go Man, entangle fucking rules too. Okay, 19. 19 for perception? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you guys like get a much better look. You guys start moving a little bit and yeah, you can see that as I, as I kind of mentioned previously, it's roughly carriage-sized and height, uh, but it's got, like, smoother sides to it. It's not as boxy as a carriage might be. It's almost like a, it, like it's got a streamlined shape to it. You often see, like, kind of like the bottom of a ship, or the front of a ship might be. Definitely more, like, smooth and angular. But you can't, like, see in it, but you can definitely see that it, it, there's something magical about this, and there's something that whoever's inside of it 
can see out because they see that you've seen based on the the fact that you heard them say shit the moment moment you guys noticed it. Okay. Oh, they can. How far away is it? It's about fifteen feet above you. Okay. Oh, it's that close. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can we tell oh. that they see us? <laughs> I mean, you I, you can only assume based on the what just happened. You can also choose to not notice okay. that that happened. No, but. yeah, no. Okay, then I'll just kind of. I'm a little anxious anyway. Waiting, I'll be like, "Who the fuck are you? What are you doing here?" Like, Ken, what are you gonna do? I want to cast entangle. Okay. On that area. All right. So go ahead and you can cast that while Fee's yelling, who the fuck are you? <laughs> All right. What's my save? Uh, strength 14. Uh, so you notice that when you cast Entangle, it kind of like goes around this shape and then kind of recedes. It's oh, like it doesn't take me. purchase, but you've learned some valuable information. That's not valuable information. That's a waste of a really limited use spell. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've learned some valuable information because now you can see the true shape of this thing because it your entangle went over it and now you can see without any doubt what this thing looks like and it literally looks like a tiny little ship sitting uh, sitting on top of here. It's still obscured, but the shape that your entangle took allowed you to see it, even though it was just for a brief second. And as you yell out, Fee, who the fuck are you? You hear, nobody. Well, obviously <laughs> there is somebody here. We just heard you say, oh shit. No, I didn't. You super <laughs> did. <laughs> Look, guy, we need to know if you're, like, on the side of those things or not, because that's going to make a difference in how we interact. I'm not on anybody's side. I'm oh, not anybody. Can you be a little bit more specific about that? Yeah, what, no. are you, what are you doing on top of rocks and this weird ship thing? Nothing. I'm not here at all. Okay, you need to you need to get straight with us. You need to tell us real answers. These are not answers that are gonna go okay. Just work with us a little. Yeah, sick and fee. Tell him about how you're gonna tear him apart and eat his bones. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you ever heard little guy, but if it comes to it, maybe I'll have to. Don't know what you're talking about. There's nobody here. Okay, so we, we don't could probably have time climb up to his level, right? Uh, I mean, you could attempt to. Uh, you said something about potions of climbing. Potions of climbing, if you yeah. Be. I'm going to quick down my potion of climbing and then throw the glass and start climbing up <laughs> by him. <laughs> okay. Also, even if it wasn't your intention, give me an intimidation roll. Okay. Are you also going to take a potion of climbing? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys, your uh, climbing speed will be equal to your walking speed and you'll have advantage on climb. Okay. 25. Um, but uh, at adv- Oh, okay. Yeah, at advantage. Okay, so that was 25 for intimidation. And then did you okay, say gotcha. we're rolling to climb too? Yeah, so it'll be a strength. Athletics, sorry. Okay. At a, and that's, but oh, you'll have it at advantage. I rolled yep. a 20. so A natural 20? Yeah. Nice. Okay, so what's that Fuck total? Fuck yeah. Um, I have a plus zero, so 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did, right. you, did, you, did you roll that with advantage? Um, Yeah, that was my first okay. roll though, so. Okay, gotcha. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And what'd you get? 13. 13 with advantage? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Fee is 
clearly pissed off and just like leaps onto the <laughs> onto the rock and finds like a perfect handhold and just like wrenches herself up and goes up super quick. While you're you follow a little bit slower behind can. <laughs> you know, the this it's a little bit spaced out a little bit differently, so you're like you're still doing fine, I but love, not nearly as quick as Fee. I love the imagery of somebody angrily climbing up something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she I'm like ah! vaults. It's like yeah, she spider like monkey up there. just like <laughs> but yeah, Fee, you get there and you see like this like distortion, and now you've seen that it kind of looks like a mini ship, and but you don't. It, it's still like imperceptible as to what's inside, and then after a moment, Can climbs up behind you, and yeah, now you guys are up there. Can I touch it? You can try. I touch it. Uh, you, you get like kind of like a almost. It was kind of like that bubble um, in. Anoka, mm-hmm. that sa- like that soundproof bubble, you kind of get like a little bit of a like a rebuff, but not like painful or anything like that. It's just like almost like you can't quite push through it. There's it's definitely a magical barrier. Okay, can you just show yourself and pl- stop playing this game? We we're already waiting and planning on doing some other stuff, so. I don't know. We yeah, just, we're busy. We are super busy, and we need to know if either you're going to be our friend or if you're going to be like, a, I don't know, someone else that we need to fight. A foe. A foe. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't know what you're talking about. There's nobody here. Just keep on moving. I keep cast on fairy fire. Baby. There you go. <laughs> cast fairy fire. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, you cast fairy fire. On this rock for, or this uh, distortion, is there a save for? Yeah, there, what's the save? Um, Dex fourteen. Oh yeah, no, you're absolutely going to immediately <laughs> cast fairy fire on this. It lights up like a beacon. Okay. What else do you guys want to do? Um, does that showcase the form at all anymore? Yeah, than, yeah. Okay. I mean, you can definitely see all of its features now, and it's because it's you know it's shining bright. Um, it looks like a mini ship, but you can also see the outline of where there's like a little hatch for it. It's where the doorway might be. Okay. Well, I'll go to the doorway and open up that hatch or try to. Okay. Uh, give me an, give me a strength check. Okay. When we say mini ship, in the regard of like yeah. a full-size ship, it's miniature, but it's still like the hatch is like normal person size or like a yeah. miniature ship like the ship that I have like mini uh, no it's it's like it's a sh- it, it looks like it what would be a full-fledged ship but it's roughly the size of like a carriage so it's ah, like about okay, six okay. foot long about eight foot tall gotcha okay thank you mm-hmm. so i rolled a nine but but okay. i'm gonna tell him hey buddy i made your ship light up so if you were trying to hide and stay invisible i mean you might want to just come on out and i can take this spell away or you're basically a light right now so um, if you t- if you turn it off, I promise to let you in. You have to get out first. I can't. You have to turn it off first. Well, otherwise, everything's gonna. They're gonna come come here. And then I am gonna not attack. going to make a deal. They can come here. I'm honestly, I cannot wait more. <laughs> I've reached my quota. That will hurt you more than it will hurt me. I'll just stay in here. Does your ship not get hurt? No. Can you just can you can you let us in? Does your ship turn move? it off? Turn it off and I'll let you in. Having seen a let bunch of ships inside. in my life. Sorry. Can no, I go ahead? Can I roll insight to see if he actually will let us in? Sure, in a sec. What were you saying? I was saying, having seen a bunch of ships in my life, do I recognize anything familiar about this ship? Like that would place it from a certain area? Give me Or history. link it to any kind of 
creature. Give me history. And then, yeah, you can go ahead and give me insight, Fee. Okay. Ah, uh, it was almost 18. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> but then it's five buttholes. Not buttholes. Yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm gonna add a d6 to that. <laughs> oh wait, I might use my... If I have any kind of shit. Oh, no, you I don't. don't. I don't. What a fucking waste. <laughs> I know. 13. 13? Um, so you kind of, it, it looks very similar to some of the vessels you've seen coming out of uh, Starstrom at times, but in like a more minute scale, like based on the way that looks, you don't think that this thing would be fit for actual voyage. You think that this is some sort of imitation ship, weirdly enough. Yeah, but it would but have it, to be inspired by something. Yeah, from like the Starstrom, like uh, a lot of the like ships that come out of Starstrom. That's it's very there are very specific ideas of ship, you know, construction in different areas, and it's very much Starstromese, Starstromer. Hmm. I've met people from Starstrom. Yeah, you got one right with you, Starry Stoner. <laughs> you got two people in your party that are from Starstrom. Kind of. Do I know like the general greeting then? Um. Yeah. I mean, what's you've up, been, man? <laughs> yeah. You, it's you, General Kenobi. Yeah. You. You would know that. I mean, it's yeah. It's the same as like talking to Fee or talking to uh, Gil, even talking to Nez. Okay. I'm going to like nudge Fee. I got, oh, you're looking for like a, sorry, you're looking for like a more traditional. Yes, yeah, something okay. that would. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah, you can, handshake. Yeah, you can say uh, greetings and salutations, fellow Starstrummer. I'm gonna say that greetings and salutations, fellow Starstrummer. You hear? Oh, you're from Starstrum. I nudge Fee and nod at her. Yeah, totally. Well, if you. If you uh, if you turn the lights off, I, I trust me. Turn turn these lights off, and I'll let you in. I promise. How do we even know you're telling the truth? You got to do this fast, or they're going to come up here. They're going to see the lights, and then they're going to kill you because they are very very bad things. Crom, can you tell if he's lying? Can they roll inside? I think we should fight everything here. Okay, so that's pretty on brand. Um, can can you tell is he telling the truth? Give me insight, can if you would like. I would like. I kind of have a good feeling, though. I am rolling so poorly. Nine. Oh, no, Nine. that's what I had to. Um, whatever can believes, can believes. Okay. Uh, Wait, what's your... What do you have against the guys down there? I'm trying to remain inconspicuous because I'm studying them, so if you could please shut this off, they won't come over here and kill you. I do not want to see bloodbath. Okay, oh, blood he, bath. here's God what is I, Nez in there. Yeah. <laughs> here's what I'm gonna do. I can take it away. But do if, it, do it but now. if you Seriously, don't, do it now. if you do don't let so us fast. in right away, I will turn it right you've back got, on. You believe you've me? Got seconds. Okay, I will turn uh, this. Turn I'll stop my fairy fire. <laughs> and the, immediately the door opens. Okay, good. This is fine. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, and I'll hop on in. <laughs> that was so well delivered. Uh, yes. I reach my arm up to be pulled in. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll pull her in. <laughs> All right. And you guys look at the interior of something you've never seen before. Inside is much larger than the outside. Mm -hmm. 
This mm-hmm. appears to be a large room filled with books and objects of like different like brass objects. You see like uh, like a little workstation. You and you see like a just a a treasure trove of items here that look as if they're used in some kind of studying or investigation or something like that. However, the strangest part is that there are no regular walls. Well, all you see is a dome covering the outside that magnifies everything around it. And Fee, since you're the first one to enter, as you look, when you're pulling a can in, can from the outside is magnified by like <laughs> 10. So it's huge oh. <laughs> as if this like thing was actually small, uh, but it, it like expands it. So it allow you can tell that this allows everything to be expanded in a, in a certain way that everything can have finer detail. But as you guys enter, Man. you see like inside sitting in a like kind of like hunched over staring at a mirror is what appears to be like a, a wrought uh, mirror, like in like brass or copper or something, um, is a kind of a, a, a shorter for their race elf uh, with kind of like pale uh, peachish hair, very pale skin um, and like very large ears for an elf hmm. uh, that one kind of like bends in the corner and, uh, and he looks up and he's got like a little bit of scruff of beard. He looks like he hasn't been sleeping much, but he looks like very urgently. Come come in, come in. Close the door, please. Close the door, please. Okay. Sorry, sorry to get a little hasty up there. I just It's it's okay. It's 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 the nature of the business, but seriously, uh you almost like threw uh probably two three weeks of research out the window. Well so, why, why wouldn't you just say like come on in or something if you're not gonna yeah, hurt us? I, 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 I'm not supposed to. I'm, I'm not supposed to interact at all. So this is this is this is quite out of the ordinary. Uh, so um, let's let's uh, let's let's talk shop here. Yeah. Um, what is this? This is so cool. You've been here for like three weeks. Something like that. Some this, in this spot. In this exact spot. Yes. Have you seen what's been going on with that cave? Yes, I have. What about little mushroom kids? Yes, they were taken right in there. Okay. Is there something big and scary inside? Oh yes. What absolutely. is it? Uh, well, from the best that I can understand, there's some sort of um, uh, spectral astral uh, shift here. Uh, a few of them came through portals, and uh, these, I believe, if my research is correct, I believe these creatures are Githyanki. Oh, oh what's that? Githyankees. Gith- gith- yeah, yeah, Githyanki. Those damn, those damn Yankees. But, uh, and none of you guys... Uh, I will allow no. Well, Nez and Gil, you aren't there, but uh, I, I, I would be surprised if any of you, based on the lore of this world, would know what a Githyanki was. But okay. uh, um, you should, yeah. So you should find like a photo or something to share, because uh, they can just like your description yeah. was fine. Go but ahead, and, I'll find one yeah. and I'll share. Okay, yeah, do that. These so, one looks these look slightly different than the traditional ones, but yes. Um and that's I also who have was in the cave? something that I'll show. Uh that's what all of these creatures are, I believe. Uh oh, but they okay. are slightly modified versions, so maybe they're not Githyanki, but they're definitely not Githsarai. So, uh, I'm not 100% uh-huh. sure. Um perhaps a, a third subrace that uh, has not been discovered yet. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. 
So what's their deal? Yeah, why so, are they uh, taking kids? You guys see that, uh, right? I, yes. Yeah, we can all okay. see it. So I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but uh, I do have my uh, suspicions, uh, and what I believe is that they somehow traversed from the astral plane and came here. And as is their nature, they are trying to conquer, and they are very smart about conquering. And I believe that they decided the best method was they discovered the nearest spy village was, I believe, the spore village of Anoka. And by that logic, they probably would have discerned a way to uh, kind of. Uh, upset the apple cart, as it were, and uh, make it so that they could easily take over, because much in their nature, they love to conquer. And that's what I imagine is going on right now, and so I'm just, from a scientific perspective, it is quite delightful to see this all play out. Of course, I'm not allowed to do anything, not at least until my uh, my tenure here is uh, at an end, but for the moment, it is uh, quite nice. Um, I love this guy. I mean, well, first of all, <laughs> I mean, I don't think kids in cages are exactly nice. I don't know if that'd be the word for it. But second of all, um, what is your job? What is this tenure situation? What do you do? I mean, you, oh, you I'm research. A, I'm a researcher for the for the College of Catawall uh, over in Dragonwater. So uh, this is, uh, I was assigned a duty. There was a slight variation in what we thought, saw, uh, saw as portal or astral activity, as we like to say in the biz. And uh, yes, after after that, I was sent here to do some research. And of course, as I mentioned, I'm not allowed to, to interact with the subjects or anything like that. I'm merely here to observe and make reports and then send it all back when I'm done. However, I believe this will be quite an interesting detail once I am over with this. Yeah. Well, in the spirit yeah. of science and research, what do you know about these GIF Yankees? Do they, what are their weaknesses? What don't they like? What, like, kills them fast? Yeah. Are they well, magic? It, are they, like... Well, it's Not. interesting because they live in a different plane, but they do come every once in a while to the material, though I, although I do believe it's been hundreds, perhaps thousands of years since the last time any of them came over. They, are, they have a very storied history that would take quite a long time to, to uh, explain to you, which I am perfectly okay to do, but it seems like you're in an urgent uh, place right now, so perhaps I will give you the cliff notes, but they at one time were slaves of uh, something called Mind Flayers. I don't know if you aware of any of this, but it doesn't matter. So, uh, in a short run, they they were able to sh un shake off the chains that bound them, and then they became sort of like planar tra traveling uh, conquerors, in, in more or less. They like to uh, occupy a space, take over as much as they can, and uh, just kind of leave it worse than when they found it. So as far as weaknesses, uh, they are intelligent enough. They're quite strong, so that is always unfortunate. Uh, these in particular seem a bit stronger than uh, what I've seen for their level of technological advancement. But, you know, that can be... Uh, research is always changing. So uh, that's what I'm here to do. Um, I'm willing to answer any questions you have, though I don't know how helpful I can be in this specific juncture, uh, considering this is all new and I'm learning it as it goes. Sure. Um, so, so what, what's your name, Guy? What's your name? Uh, my name is Madrigal. Mad Madrigal Corpus. <clears throat> Madrigal Corpus. Okay. Um, well, pleased to meet your acquaintance. Um, I guess my main question is, are they, are they just leaving the kids in the cages then? If they're using them to weaken the village? 
That's yes, just it. As, as far as I can see, they are. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they've been holding them in a sort of hostage state, and they are, as I mentioned, trying to disrupt the order of yeah. of the village. From the best I can understand, I have not actually seen what is going on in the village itself because I have been here. But if I were to follow a certain line of logic, that's what I would assume. However, it doesn't appear that they've been hurting or wounding these children well, that they're keeping. Good. It seems like they are largely doing the bare minimum to keep them alive. Uh, so that's a plus, I suppose, if you look at yeah. the ethical uh, humanoid perspective of it. However, on from a scientific standpoint, it is quite strange. It's an abnormality. It's a, an aberration, if you will. So are there only ten of them? Oh, no, there's much more than ten. Oh, sure. <laughs> they are. What's that? Where are they at? Um, well, it seems like they at first there were maybe five that arrived here and kind of uh, were able to create a sort of uh, imbalance in the, uh, the the power where the children were concerned because they had taken up uh, space here from what I understood and then they were able to summon a portal to the astral realm from best of my understanding and summon more and more. It seems like they're able to procure several per day and so now at my best estimate I would say there's at least 20. Okay well that's double what we thought but Yes, double your original number, which is fine. That's well within the realm of, uh, you know, an error for any any experiment. Sure. sure. Um, How do they make these portals? Mm. That uh, is a very interesting thing. I have not seen it in practice or action, but my best suspicion would be that they have some sort of object that allows them to open and close a portal, but it likely requires, based on the fact that they are so limited in their capacity to bring others over, that there are some components or materials that they are procuring in one way or another, and they seem to be finite. And so they are being very careful, or perhaps they are going out and collecting these materials in this area, which, now that I mention it, is quite rife with a large number of flora and fauna in this area that could possibly uh, help in the components with astral magic. Hmm, okay. Huh. Now we are going to switch. Keep those thoughts in yeah. mind. We're going to switch back to our boys in the swamp. Boys in the swamp. How are them swamp boys going to get themselves out of this one? <laughs> Tune All in right. So we are going to be back to the top of the order, but let me roll initiative for these others real quick. Okay, so go ahead so, and roll some foil real quick. Uh, to refresh about Entangle, uh, they can use they can use their action to try and resist again, but it mm -hmm. takes their whole action whether they pass or fail, so they yep. won't be able to do anything else. Uh, they cannot move, and they have uh, uh, disadvantage on strength. Or no, you have advantage. Uh, let me see here. Uh, attack rolls have advantage, and their attack rolls have disadvantage. Yes. And they have de disadvantage on dexterity saves. Yep. They I just saw all of your secrets on that card. Which one? I'm not telling. <laughs> it was ups it would have been upside down. So, good luck. My brain. Prove it. <laughs> Get on your head. They can obviously stand in place and try and attack while restrained, but it's at disadvantage though. Yep. All right. So Okay. All right. So, uh the initial entangled one uh, now that it has been fucking bamboozled like crazy, apparently gets kind of like the lay of the land, understands the nature of what's going on and realizes this is fucking combat. And since the only person that they can see is Nez, 
he's going to lift his spear, his organic-looking spear, and he's going to loft it at you, Nez, and you watch as he hurls at disadvantage. Nez always gets spears thrown at him. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> yeah, literally the first thing that happened to me on this campaign. <laughs> uh, do, do Does a 12 hit you? Yes, unless we're doing tie goes to the defender. Yeah, uh, isn't that what we decided? I yeah, that's we, what we do. I thought we decided the, the other way. No, I asked about the other way, but Ty usually goes to the defender. I think we we have this conversation, but I'm pretty sure we always come every, to yeah, defender. Yeah, we yeah we we have it every time. Well, it's in the episode with the Balor, I think. Um, well, let's just do for until we find otherwise. Let's do defender. Okay. Okay. All right. So is that a no for a hit? Correct. Okay, so so the spear is chucked and lands right next to you, Ness. Just like sink right into the ground next to you. But yeah, and you you hear him call out, "Come and fight me, coward!" Oh, that's not very nice. (laughs) Uh, Now this one that is closest to you, Ness. It is his turn, and he wheels on you or tries to, and. He like is kind of like jerking around. He does not have a spear. He has a uh, sword in his hand, and he is just going to like look at you very seriously, and then try to like saw his entanglement off. So what's the save on this? Thirteen again. Okay. He. Oh, does he have disadvantage? No. Um. Uh. So he starts sawing, and he's able to. Saw them away, and then he like stands up to his full height, which is a few inches taller than you, Nez. And he gives you like this sharp toothed smile. You're going to die, Nez. It is your turn. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Get him. <laughs> I am going to cast Hexblade's Curse on him. Okay. That is once per short rest. As a bonus action, choose one creature you can see within 30 feet to curse it for one minute or until the target dies or I die or I'm incapacitated. Uh, Against the curse target, you gain a plus two bonus to damage rolls, score a critical hit on a roll of 19 or 20, and regain two HP if it dies. All right. Uh, So that purple uh, circle will represent the curse. And uh, do you also, is yours like Nez and, or Gills and Fees where you choose a attribute or no? Uh, No. Okay, gotcha. And that's a bonus action. So now I am going to run up on this fool. Okay. And start whapping with my, uh, with my rapier slash staff. Okay, gotcha. Go ahead and roll to attack. All right. Advan- oh, wait, no, he's not restrained. Nope, not Avenge anymore. All right, coming at him with a big one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use that D4. Okay. And I'm also going to use the D6 from okay. VPC. Okay. God damn. 15. 15. You, like, strike with the stick, and he, like, puts his arm up and just blocks it, and it just, like, kind of rebounds off of his arm. Damn. Right. And he just... <laughs> he means biz. All right, it's Sif's turn. You want him to keep moving? Uh, yeah, just keep patrolling, keep an eye out. 
Let me know if he sees anything else. Breaching the perimeter. All right. Uh, Now it is one of the ones laying in the river on fire and entangled. So he is definitely going to use his turn to try to wrench himself out of this entanglement. And he fails miserably. Uh, that was a natural one. Uh, he's like struggling on fire and just like screaming in the water. All right. That's all for his turn. Gil, it is now your turn. Um, which, of the, which of those guys looks the worst? Do they look close to death at all? Uh, this guy, uh, struggling in the water that was trying to like rip stuff off. He definitely looks really bad as does, uh, the one next to him in the water. That guy's still standing though. He's still on fire. He's standing and he's also struggling with his binds. Mm, I'm going to shoot the guy that's in the water. This one. Yeah. The, the one that was just struggling. Yeah. All right, go ahead. What are you, you just going to shoot him with a bow and arrow? Yep, it's only a 13, though. Only a 13? Yep. All right, that does not hit, so it, like, kind of plinks and, like, floats into the water, uh, narrowly, narrowly avoiding him. Or wait, he's prone and restrained. So... Oh, oh no, only if within five feet. Okay, never mind. <clears throat> okay, so anything else you would like to do? Uh, I mean, I'll just pop behind the branches, try and remain unhidden. I mean, unseen. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, they're pretty distracted right now. You think that's going to be easy. You don't get the impression that they even know where you're at. (laughs) Um, All right. Now it is Loom's turn. Loom is going to take another couple of steps, and he's going to fire another rock. Never mind. That one goes right overhead. Or is he attacking oh. the big main one? He, no, he's attacking uh, this guy who got uh, who already tore himself out. Okay, but yeah, so I guess yeah, the big guy. So yeah, he misses, uh, and he. But you you could probably see this, Gil. He start. He just kind of like mm, like looks frustrated, and he starts digging into his pack again. All right, and now we've got the humanoid who is next to the one struggling in the water. He's going to attempt to break himself out and that is a 15 plus three so yes 18 he breaks himself out of his entanglement and that is his turn and finally we have this gentleman here on the far side who has kind of been largely inconsequential so far to combat except for being entangled he too is going to try to break himself out and he does not break himself out so he's still struggling and on fire um, or no, he's not, he's not on fire. He's probably the best out of all of them. Cause he's only been entangled so far. Nice. Um, all right, we'll do one more round of this and then we'll switch back to those two. All right. So the one who threw the spear at Nez is now going to attempt to break himself out. He's on fire. He is entangled. He needs to do something because he lost his primary weapon. And that is a natural 20. So he is able to break himself out of his entanglement. He passed. Yes. Now the one in front of you, Nez, like kind of starts shaking his shoulders with laughter. (laughs) And he's going to swing a blade at you. (laughs) Does a 22 hit? Uh Uh-uh. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. All right. So you are going to take 17 damage. I am going to cast shield. Okay. As a reaction? Uh, Yes, please. Okay, gotcha. So an invisible barrier of magical force appears and protects you until the start of your next turn. You have a plus five bonus to AC, uh, including against the triggering attack, and you take no damage from magic missile. Obviously, plus five isn't going to help, but by casting shield as a reaction, it does trigger... Bear with me. My arcane ward. Okay. Which once per long rest, when you cast an ab when you cast an abjuration spell of first level or higher, you can create a magical ward on yourself that lasts until you finish a long rest. The ward has nine max HP and takes damage instead of you until it reaches zero HP. Whenever you cast an abjuration spell of first level or higher, the ward regains HP equal to twice the level of the spell. Okay. So it'll absorb nine, you said, or? Yep. So Armor of Agathis gave me uh, five temp HP. Okay. And this gives me nine. Okay. So, so 14. 14. Nice. So you will only take four, uh, three damage from this attack. Yeah. But you could tell that this was kind of like a fucking grievous slice. He'll also take damage from your armor too. Armor of Agathis. Yes. Yes. Yep, we're getting So how much damage am I doing? So you are going to take five ooh, actually ten cold damage. Ooh, alright. So yeah, he like recoils as he hits you. I don't like tricks like this. And he's going to try to attack you again, Nez. Oh. He has two attacks. Never mind. He misses. He, like, goes for it, but he's still obviously, like, very overwhelmed by that cold, and his swing is wide, and he does not even stand a chance at hitting you. All right. All right. Now it is Nez's turn. We are going to go with Blade Ward. All right. Uh, cast it. Will you extend your hand and trace a sigil of warding in the air until the end of your next turn? You have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapon attacks. Nice. Okay. And since it's an abjuration spell, my arcane ward gains nine HP. Very cool. All right. So you get an additional nine uh, temp HP. Or actually, I'm sorry. I think I just uh, fucked that up. One second. I definitely regained something, but let me see here. Whenever you cast an abjuration spell of first level or higher, the ward gains HP equal to twice the level of the spell. So uh, I'm going to cast it at second level. So I gain four. Four. Nice. Anything else you're going to do with this round? I don't believe so. That'll okay. that'll be all for now. All right, and you just want Sif to keep moving? Yes, please. Okay, Sif is continuing to move around the perimeter. And Mr. is trapped in the water is going to attempt to unentangle himself again. But things are looking dicey because he is prone in the water, so things aren't looking very good. 
he does not unentangle himself once more, uh, and now he is looking real bad. He, he he's not he's not doing great. <laughs> um, Gil, it is your turn. Uh, I'm gonna shoot the guy that's attacking Nez because things are looking hairy for him. All right, go ahead and roll to attack. Ooh no. I'm suddenly just rolling bad. Oh no, it's because you rolled too good for too long. That's what I was At telling you. safe. Uh, ten for both. You are an Icarus. Uh, nope. Your arrow flies far too wide and does not even come close to this creature. Anything else you'd like to do? I'm going to think to V. Nez might be in trouble. Oh shit. Excellent. Um, alright. Now it is Loom's turn. He has now withdrawn another of this, like, tangle of, like, wooden rods and latches and (laughs) hinges, and he's going to give this one a nice little loft up into the air. He's going to drop it right into the water where it goes up in a splash and then disappears. And that's going to be the end of Loom's turn. Then we have this one, who is now no longer entangled, the only person he currently is focused on is Nez, and he's going to run up to Nez, and he is going to attempt to hit him with his warhammer. Okay. Can I can I cast shield again yet? No. Not until the start of your turn, yep. And that is an eight, so I assume that does not hit you. It doesn't. <laughs> So he misses with his warhammer, but all he does is laugh. <laughs> a little bit harder to kill than we might think. You're a big one. So the, the final one, the one who's probably sustained the least amount of damage, is going to move down, cross over a little bit of land and into the other side of an inlet, and aim his bow at who he perceives to be the biggest threat, because he has spotted Loom. So... Man, I am rolling like shit, which is probably good. Uh, So, yeah, he fires, and he doesn't even get close to hitting Loom. He's not even close, but Loom sees him now, and so it's very interesting that uh, they have noticed each other from across the way. And that is the end of that round. We are going to switch back to Can and Fee. Okay. So, uh, what what, what else can I eat? What else can I help you with? Well, first, um, it... I guess, uh, can I just got a message from Gil that Nez might not be doing too well? Does this ship move? Oh, are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it does, in a manner of speaking, just, mm, well, it's it's not commissioned to move right now, so I, I can't, I could move it if I had permission to, but because of the nature... You have my permission. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate that. Uh, that is uh, not exactly what uh, what is involved. I need uh, authoritative permission from the high, higher ups in the college. Of like Canada. it's impossible to do it unless you have permission, like it's completely locked down or like you are respectful of their authority. Uh, more, more the latter. It's definitely something that I physically can move it, have the ability to. However, I am unable to because I will get quite an admonishment if I were to do so. Oh, what okay, if, I get it. So um, what if we do it? That's what if you a do good what? point. How do you, how would you do it if, for the sake of science, how would you do it if you were going to, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> Driving. Uh, he 
like kind of like leans down towards you like he believes you. Well, unfortunately, uh, you need the, the the tracer emblem in order to actually operate it, which I have, and it's a, it's a signature to my spirit. Unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to allow you to do it even if I wanted to, but I am very intrigued by your keen scientific mind. You you're working it over. I can I can see that. I nudge Fee. <laughs> yeah, so so you can't move it without your specific symbol? Is that my Yes, it is a uh it it it's What's keyed it in like? my emblem is keyed into my spirit. So if unless I am the one to activate it, oh. it will not work. And I am unable to, as I <laughs> explained, because of the nature of my job and research. It's 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 all above board. I imagine it could be much easier, especially when it comes to finding food at times. But such is my lot. Well, what if I told you that we could take you to a scene that would probably blow your research case wide open? Are you trying to deceive or are you trying to persuade? Persuade. <laughs> Give me a persuasion roll. Um, I'll help her and I'll say... Give me a persuasion yeah. roll with advantage depending on what Fee says. <laughs> um, Depending on what I say right now? Yeah. Okay. And I mean, you know... Uh, you, you've been studying those creatures, but you haven't really seen them too much in a battle, and it sounds like they're in a pretty heated battle, so... I don't know. They're in a battle? Um, yeah, why, yes, go ahead and roll with advantage. I did. Oh, yeah. no. Thirteen. Thirteen? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, that sounds exciting, but my research is, is definitely here. I, what, 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 what possible reason would I have to, to uproot when this, this is the hub of activity? Well, it sounds like the action has moved. The, uh, what, where are you getting information from? I, I Show have, them the tooth. Yep, I've got this uh, this little gem right here. This is a communication tooth. Give me a dex, dex save. Okay. Oh, shit. Is um, he grabby? I guess he's grabby. <laughs> okay, and in response, I am going to slap his hand. I got 21. <laughs> oh yeah, he like reaches out. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I just I wanted to, to see that. I wasn't trying to take it from you, but I can I inspect it? Sorry, instinct. Um, I will hold it close to you so you can see it. But I, I mean, I since I don't have permission and it's not technically mine, I just I'll, I'll hold it if that's okay. Um, y- yes, that's perfectly fine. I I don't want to uh, tarnish ta- uh, you know tarnish the the nature of the experiment. Um, and actually, uh, can I have? Actually, as I yes. start to go forward, I'll be like, actually, um, you know, I think... Uh, <laughs> Pull it back. I think we need to move this ship before I can show you. And, you know, I've got some other cool shit, too. And, I don't know, do you know much about, like, Aladrin or, like, Feywild and stuff? Oh, yes, I'm quite... Uh, I have quite the extensive knowledge on the Feywild, the Aladrin, all sorts of fey creatures and stuff like that. Being a fey oh, okay. an- ancestry myself, if you couldn't tell, I, I know That's I true. look a little strange for an elf, but I, I am an elf. But, however, you do bring up an interesting point. Uh, you have a communication tool. You have been receiving it. You have said, and he points to you, Ken, that there is a more interesting battle going on. Yeah. <sighs> I smell a promotion. A promotion? Well, we don't have much for promotion, but we do have larger lodgings and more responsibility and accountability, which is largely the same thing. And not to mention respect. Can you imagine? imagine, (laughs) You guys are both talking at once. Sorry. And can you (laughs) imagine the, the respect that you'll get? 
just showing up being like, well, I know we were doing this one thing, but I can tell you about this communication device I found I and all the stuff I saw in battle. Like, you're just going to come in here with a treasure trove of information if you move the ship. Yeah, what do you see in here? Just a bunch of a bunch of g- gif Yankees like hanging out and sleeping and shit. I know. Can you imagine, Ken, if he just stayed here and l- missed that whole battle? Wow, boring. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, boring. That sounds like something for someone who maybe sleeps in like a small studio. <laughs> All right, who wants to roll persuasion? The other like person will give you advantage. <laughs> um, I have a plus four. What do you have, Ken? I have plus three. Okay, I'll do persuasion. Is okay, it an well, advantage? Ken will be giving you advantage, okay, yes, because you guys God. are just working this dude over super hard. Oh, yeah, okay. 23. <laughs> 23? Nice. Yeah. He, I got like, bites his bottom lip. <sighs> you know, you know it's what you need to do. All the best researchers are badasses who take risks. <laughs> that is true. All right, uh, so where is this location? I think we it's... don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... That's that's as soon as he asked, as soon as he asked, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> My understanding, do know. it's at the swamp, and it's in this direction, so if we just move that direction, oh, we'll I probably know exactly what you're, you're talking about. Okay, yes. Uh, hold on tight. And before you guys can even do anything, he like raises his hand in the air and you guys watch as this emblem glows on his hand and the uh, where it was like magnified walls, it t- turns opaque and dark blue and then suddenly everything is vibrating and you guys shoot up into the air like at top speed and then Suddenly, it's no longer blue and translucent again, but it's not magnified. It's as if you're seeing it for what it is, even though the space inside is much larger. Uh, give me deck saves, both of you. Okay. Um. <laughs> 16. 16? Mm-hmm. Uh, what about for you, Ken? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> you should start rolling analog, baby. So yeah, uh, so can you kind of lose your balance in here? Uh, but there's not a lot of space to like fall or anything, can so you'd I be able to, to grab, grab onto her? the wall. Is that a thing? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll try with to the, grab. I her. mean, with the deck save you had, you'd be easily able to grab Can cool. to make sure she didn't fall. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, can you like lose your balance a little bit? Fee grabs you, and you guys zoom into the air, rising up a hundred, two hundred feet, three hundred feet. 400 feet you guys are super high up and then you stop and then start flying forward and traveling very 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 quickly you guys see the trees and everything whipping underneath you and after like 30 40 seconds you guys stop and are hovering above a swamp and a battle scene and that's where we're going to end for the night oh, oh man fucking <laughs> <laughs> your booze do not affect me. I've seen what makes you cheer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you signed that NDA. <laughs> I know, also, that's what I'm not saying. Shut up. <laughs> International waters. This ship reminds oh, me of right. Out of the Box, what? and I fucking love that. Like, that's <laughs> one of my favorite things. It was my favorite kids' show when it's small on the outside and big on the inside. A TARDIS. A TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. 
All right. Now it's time for tonight's MVPC. The most valuable player character. I want you guys to tell me who deserves an additional 1d10 of DM inspiration. Now, for those of you listening and for those of you around the table, Nez is one, Gil is two, Fee is three, and Can is four. On the count of three, I want you guys to hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you would like to see become the MVPC. Now I'll give you a moment to decide, and then we will vote. Got it. Mm -hmm. All right. One, two, three, vote. I can't see yours once again, Billy. (laughs) What do you mean? Oh, sorry. It it was kind of off screen there. All right. So we've got two vote or two votes for fee, one vote for can and one vote for Gil. Nez, why'd you vote for Gil? Uh, Entangle. Mm. Nice. (laughs) That tangle Mm. arrow was coming in clutch. (laughs) Very nice. Uh, Fee, why'd you vote for Can? Um, She had some really good ideas like entangling the ship, because if it wasn't the way it was, then that would have been good. And then also driving the ship. I would have fucking loved that if we just took off with Can (laughs) just driving this ship. It'd be so fun. But yeah. Also persuasion team. Like, it's great. Can's a bit mi- mischievous. It's turning out. Yeah, <laughs> just I love it. Commandeer this ship. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Can and Gil are a little bit more alike than they know. <laughs> but uh, Gil, why'd you vote for Fee? Uh, I liked uh, Fee's go get him attitude with the just chasing after the dude and threatening him, like using fairy fire on the the ship and stuff, and just how that all played out, where they both uh, convinced him to help. So it was cool. Very nice. And Can, why'd you vote for Fee? Yeah, I liked the uh, assertive nature and I liked all of the persuasion and it definitely helped me out as I am not as persuasive a person. Very nice. That means tonight's MVPC is Ophelia Rimadori. Take your 1d10 and maybe use it for anger management classes. No thanks. (laughs) No thanks. Get bent. (laughs) More like get spent. I'm going to spend that. Have you tried fuck you? (laughs) (laughs) I'll pencil you in for it. Um, All right. Well, that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you listeners. If you like what you hear and you'd like to just sing our accolades and praises, head on over to Apple Podcasts or really anywhere you can leave a review and give us one. We'll read it. We promise. Anything you write, we will recite. Is that right? Whatever it rhymes. I don't care. Anyway, um, if you would like to contribute monetarily to our cause, our, 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 you know, our longstanding feud with Hungry Man Dinners, which was once a friendship, allyship and partnership is now bitter rivalry. Uh, the legal costs are extensive. So head on over to patreon.com slash D two zero underscore syndicate. Check out our tiers. We've got bonus content for those of you listening and you want to hear a little bit more of the D 20 syndicate and you're not sure why, but you just, you got that itch. Get on the Patreon because we have bonus content stuff. You will not hear literally anywhere else. And you will be able to listen to our sweet dulcet tones as we discuss things like um, how many trips to Wendy's is too many trips to Wendy's and which of the movies that came out in the 90s is the most medium. Things like that. We also have swag bags. You can create an NPC. Check it out. Patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate and see if anything trips your crossbow. Go ahead. Make us warlocks. 
We have a Discord. It's free. Free. That's all I'll say about that. (laughs) And the link is in the description of the episode, wherever you're listening to this episode. We also have merch. Merch is available at TeePublic. If you like to rep the brands that you listen to, check out TeePublic. Check out the D20 Syndicate. Go ahead. Get yourself a a smock or a fucking do-rag or something. I don't care. Fucking go there. Do it. It's all good. It's all gravy. And it's all branded. Anyway, that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. I am your host and DM, Seth. And this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye-bye-bye-bye. Oh, man. I'm going to skip it with the D20 Syndicate logo on it. Previously on Into the Undervoid, Gil, Loom, and myself made our way through the swamp. I said swamp really weird. Swamp. 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 Squamp. Squeeze squamp. Squeeze squamp. Squeeze squamp. Squamp. Squid up. The fuck did I come back to? Squamp. Previously on. I feel like Billy and I used to do that in high school. Like we'd go up to each other. <laughs> All the time. Everybody's Jerry Lewis. But we were like too, like too fresh to sh- that we shouldn't know who that is or understand yeah. the reference. But I, we both did. I think I was I was mostly referencing or trying to pantomime Doctor Fink, who is based on Jerry Lewis. Yeah, yeah. So second generation Lewis. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I guess I would be third generation. I was I was copping from. The cop of Jerry Lewis. I was doing yeah. Lewis and Clark. <laughs> Jerry Lewis and Clark. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Lewis and Clark. The Superman movie with Dean Kane or show with Dean That Kane. show was so good. <laughs> mm. nope. Man, the 90s were wild. All these like, hey, let's take uh, fantasy and or just like children's stories, really, and turn them into drama serialized TV shows for primetime television. Beauty and the oh, Beast. Yeah. Another prime example. Yeah. Didn't Fucking they kill me. off Beauty on that show? Wait, what show was yeah. that? What? Beauty and the Beast. It was written by George R. R. Martin, starring yep. Ron Perlman. Yep. When? He was and Linda a, Hamilton. A beast. Yeah, and Linda Hamilton. And he, he was the beast the that lives in sewer. Yeah. When was this? Early night. <laughs> I'm pretty what sure she sh- died. What channel? What station? I don't remember. I want to say it was NBC. (sighs) Maybe. It was either NBC or ABC. It was one of those. This This is definitely not on in our household. Yeah, I don't know. I think think it stopped in like 89 or 90. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Well, that's because I I was a tiny little baby boy. (laughs) I I definitely only remember like very vaguely commercials, I feel like, or clips. Uh, I mostly remember promo photos. Yes, very, very like uh, uh, it's Fabio esque, like yeah, portrait. like a Fabio lion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I googled it.
Nice. Hot, right? <laughs> they just turned him into a cat person. What did you? That's yeah, all they yeah. did. What did you expect it? Which, like, be? he doesn't look that far off from. You still know that it's Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got. Right. Very, I mean, it, hey. no matter how much makeup they throw on yeah, that dude's like, face, there's no cosmetics in the world that can cover up that Perlman face. It's like in the mm-hmm. Bean movie where they're trying to like fix the painting that was destroyed, and it just keeps getting destroyed. <laughs> just I keeps pulling a Mr. Bean. <laughs> How tall is Ron Perlman? 6'2", six, 6'3". Hmm. I think so he was like, in that list that we were looking up recently yeah. in our band chat. <laughs> Just like How tall is everybody? <laughs> yeah. Look at these hunks. <laughs> reasonably, reasonably tall. He just has such a massive looking head. He has one of those heads I want to like put my hand up mm-hmm. to the side of and just like see how <laughs> big it is. Gigantic head. Yeah, it ran from 87 to 90. Good call, Tomas. Mm. Yeah. That was before I was born. You missed out. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they killed her off and they're like, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Beauty and the Beast. Like every now get a new beauty on the horn. Now, now it's, it's called late. End the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Do we and then in the, the boardroom, it became no. End the Beast. <laughs> Every late 80s, early 90s show just jumped the shark way too early. And then they were like, <laughs> it's the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. We uh, can't put the genie back in the lamp. The Ron Perlman's out of the bag. One more. I have a sorry. I have to say something tangent, about go. Ron Perlman. Yeah. He looks like he would be a rock person. Like if anyone oh, was gonna be like a rock person, rocks. he looks it like, was like, Ron he looks like the rock person 100%. from uh, Neverending Story. Uh, <laughs> He's yeah. barely different. Like put them side by side. I'm really glad no one rock disagrees. Pearl Man, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, that's the one. It was meant to be. See, yeah, <laughs> Dwayne the Ron Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's that dude has such uh, good range. <laughs> Every type of rock. <laughs> Did anybody else ever go to somebody else's house who like had more channels than they did at home and there was like the 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 commercial house every house yeah. yes yeah, same any house every person's house so that's not the defining factor here's the defining factor here the actual question and there was a commercial for like stars and they did the the ode to joy mm. with like showing mm-hmm. clips of the movies mm-hmm. that they would show on stars yep. and primarily it featured scenes from the rock okay question now because this okay. is this is super dating and i know we're deviating but this will be at the end or something maybe it's not sure. funny maybe it's just something um but <laughs> it's a thing i mean it's a bonus rock for all you fellow poor 90s kids like he mentioned stars do you remember stars free preview weekends where mm-hmm. they would give you access to a channel for the weekend, even if you didn't pay for the channel. And Wasn't that still on cable, though? You, if you, I think if you, I mean, we, we had a cable connection, but we only had the basic channels. Like, we had, like, mm. eight channels or something, but then they would have these free preview weekends, and then it was just a mad scramble to get as many VHS tapes, and we <sighs> would just 
put one in and then record yes. the whole day yes <laughs> and then swap out a new vhs tape record for the oh whole day gosh. um yep. and you have you have the piece of tape on on the spine and you'd write which yeah. movies oh, and try sure. to timestamp yep. where they're at yeah. and where they start and shit but it never like perfectly fit like four movies uh, on so like you'd have mm-mm. to switch out mid yep. movie and then yep. like you'd miss a chunk of it but you'd have most of it if you were fast enough <laughs> yep <laughs> It was a weird time, guys. Wild. Yeah. Fucking wild and crazy. Watching the way manual. VHS smells. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I miss the sound of it going in. Yeah, that's a good sound. Yeah, yeah. But it's very satisfying. I, I just miss Blockbuster a lot. Yeah, mm. I miss going to the video store. Uh, just the ritual. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes. I don't know. I think it's one of those things where obviously nostalgia, rose tinted glasses, blah, 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 all that shit. But, uh, because there are also times, you know, when you'd go to the video store and it's just like, man, there is nothing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, just, but that's when you can find some like really bad movie and just enjoy oh, yeah. that for what oh, it is. Yeah, we, we used to watch everything, like every new movie that came out. Uh, we watched so many movies and then we had like like 500 VHS tapes. Like we would, we've unlocked a passion of Tomas's. That's why I know so much about movies. Like that's where I started like paying attention to who's directing what, like who's starring in what, what else they've been in. Uh, so much useless information is from that time where we only did move. Like we didn't have a video game console or anything. We were just sitting there watching movies all the time. Man. Very lonely childhood. (laughs) Wild. Yeah, if I only I knew about D and D, I would have been yeah. playing D and D. Watched RoboCop three way too many times. That movie does not deserve to be watched more than once. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't remember all the ones I watched, but there is a large percentage in that time that was bad because I did not have good movie influences. Then it was my mom Mm-mm. who she just rewatches what the fuck dirty is it? Dancing. The proposal again and again, not even dirty dancing, not even like a classic, just the proposal. Oh, just again and again. That, that and, didn't come out until after. The one with Sandra Bullock, exactly. the one with Ryan Reynolds and yeah. Sandy yeah. Yep. Bullock. Sandy Bullock's. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, um, she loves Sandy it. B. Okay. And before that, I don't, I don't think she watched like much of anything. So I watched like that one. That was the one that unlocked her passion. For <laughs> you know, what? I'm gonna give him a chance. She just went hard. I mean, I and then she was know. disappointed by everything else, so she just continues to rewatch You're that. that proposal. Uh, Click. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't this have Ryan Reynolds and Sandy B in it? <laughs> Julia Roberts, the poor man, Sandy B. Uh oh. I'm I'm still in character, Mika. Well, I'm trying to see where what side of this fence Mika's on. Are you pro Julia Roberts? Well, I think like undeniably, like it was before Sandra Bullock came on the scene that Julia Roberts was like the fucking person. She was coming in on her way out. But then also, but, but Julia Roberts still wasn't on her way out. Right. She was she still was, holding very strong. She had a yeah. peak, but then she went down for a little bit. Then she had an Oscar, and then she just stopped doing things. Yeah, Sandy B <laughs> started like nudging in, you know, Demolition Man, and then 
speed, right after that, speed. speed. Yeah. I'm going to have to say, and though, then, in and terms she was of... like, hey, no. And then Julia Roberts came back in with fucking Aaron Brockovich and was like, all right, now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to have a Julia son here. Julia sons. Mm-hmm. I love Sandra Bullock, but I have to say that Julia Roberts might be a little bit more of an icon. Oh, agreed. Yeah, fair. The, there's fair. there's no yeah. disputing Mm-mm. or you know. Nope. I'm whatever. I'm curious to ask like people nowadays, like the the generation right after us, if who they would know most because like, mm. uh, Sandy B was in Miss Congeniality. Um, mm-hmm. she was in mm-hmm. Gravity, which is I love that we're still calling her Sandy B. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you. That's what Sandra. you do. Just lean into it. I don't know. Like she's been in more stuff recently than more yeah. recent things, yeah. and I feel like a lot of the stuff that she's done has been memified more. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. memified, like mummified, but memified. Mm-hmm. She's also that's gotten into like a lot more serious roles than julia yeah, roberts she did the blind to. side mm. and yeah. that got a lot yeah. of traction Ugh. yeah, yeah. Ugh, indeed Ugh. i don't need yeah. sports movies in my no. life Mm-mm. especially like a high school sports movie fucking please yeah <laughs> yep do you that, know how many times I was forced to watch Remember the Titans because it was like the appropriate uh, movie yeah. to watch at school? I yep. had to watch that at school too. Uh, it's the only time I saw it and it, yeah. it was at school and I saw it three times. Like every fucking year. Yeah. Like anytime there was a chance to watch a movie, they were like, you know what I got in store for you kids? <laughs> no! <laughs> I don't want to watch. I don't want to remember the Titans. I want to forget the Titans. <laughs> Desperately. No more forget the Titans. titans. I Oh, Captain, my Captain, fuck the Titans. (laughs) Honestly, like, the only sports I like is movie sports because, and I know we've talked about this before, I think we talked about it at you guys' apartment, how you don't like sports movies, but I'm like, I'm I'm here for it. It's like, uh, like, good versus evil or something. They make it, like, feel like it matters, even though it doesn't at all. You're telling me you That's all don't like the Mighty Ducks? Okay, the I kind of get into good. the the baseball movies. But that was less about sports. There <laughs> tends to be some pretty good baseball movies. Sandlot, like, pretty fucking Bull good. Bull Durham? What? Rookie of the Year is the best sports movie mm-hmm. ever. I think I've gone on record saying That's that. Fair. That's <laughs> yeah. fair. Already, yeah. but... Funky butt stand loving. By it. <laughs> it, has, it has the greatest line uttered in cinematic history. Funky butt loving. <laughs> yeah. My mom also watched What Women Want, but I did like that one. Oh, <laughs> Wait, is, is that the one with God, Mel Gibson? Yeah. yeah. And Ashley Johnson. Yeah. hear women's thoughts. Yeah. Ew, I, that made me very <laughs> uncomfortable because I was thinking like, oh yeah. my God, what if Mel Gibson could hear my thoughts? I would die. I feel like and manipulate at, you to have sex with him. It was like yeah. at the apex point where it's like, he's too old for this i think like like he was just on the cusp of i don't i don't like this i don't the invasion of the people's mental spaces is fine Fine. he's he's not age appropriate for his superpower i can't root for him (laughs) (laughs) now if ryan reynolds was doing it then then we could that would make sense yeah there's not enough viagra in the world to make the superpower (laughs) worth giving to mel goddamn gibson like he knows what they want but he's like i can't do anything with it <laughs> i'm too old for this shit <laughs> that would have been the more interesting movie where he's just like you know what i'm, I'm tired i'm tired and i can't so he really would just like become friends i'm tired and i can't <laughs> not interestedly <laughs> shut up shut up i just want to eat spam and watch my shows 
But God I can't hear the actresses it. on the TV. <laughs> Tell me what they want. God damn it. Fine, fine. This is like a southern. Fucking shit out of your garden. You know what? Fine. Let's go. Let's get. Fuck about it. Quit thinking about how my ass looks at these shorts and get the weeds out of your fucking garden. Uh, so your mom is a fan of that movie? <laughs> yeah. And also, Runaway Bride. I forgot about that. That was a big divorce one. Like, after she got divorced, she went hard on Runaway Bride. Got the soundtrack. Mm. Like, whoa. Yeah, it surrounded our lives. And I don't know. What is on the Runaway Bride soundtrack? <laughs> oh, God. It's not what? good. Probably the some Shania Twain, I think. Out, they Hold on. Everyone me. go yeah. around the horn and say what song you think is probably on the Runaway Bride soundtrack. Okay, you go first. I think American Girl <laughs> by Tom Petty okay. is probably on probably. there. All right. That's just Ooh. a wild guess. That's, that's, that's okay. you like it. That's not a oh. bad guess at all. Man, now um, I'm now it's coming back. Okay. Oh fuck. I'm gonna say that I think <laughs> Hungry Like the Wolf <laughs> by Duran Duran is on the Close. Runaway Bride soundtrack. Close. I'm gonna Wait, you can't be looking it up already. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Man Eater by Hall and Oates. Okay. When did, did it come you out? Fucking cheat, when did it come Billy? out? You fucking cheated. You cheated. How do you know Man Eater is on there? Lindsay, when did it come out? Oh, ninety nine. Ninety. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say late nineties. Who is popular? Ricky Martin. Hmm. <laughs> Richard Gere and Julia Roberts featuring a Ricky Martin song. I don't know. I bet there's a Mark yeah. Anthony song on there. That I can go for. Because he's the he's like I the romantic the more romantic yeah. side of things. All right. So somebody reveal the soundtrack. Okay. So there's uh still haven't found what I'm looking for by you two, of uh, course. That makes yeah. a bunch of sense. Which yeah, remember that. There there's that, a couple that's gonna play that's gonna play over like the bridge of the movie, like the in between the second and the third act where they're doing the soul searching. I yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of the chick songs. Um so Ready to Run and oh, You Can't Hurry the Low Hanging oh, Fruit. And I missed it. <laughs> you know, love don't come easy. Did you hear that one? Or anyway. What, or do I just know it <laughs> because know of the sound? We all know the song. Oh, we do. Okay, there's "I Love You" by Martina McBride. Maneater. How the oh! fuck? How the fuck, Billy? You are a cheater. I swear. Um, <laughs> when did that right. come up leave you though? Was there like a bar scene or something? I don't. Well, because she's notorious. So I haven't seen the movie, but I'm assuming she's notorious <laughs> for no. leaving men at the altar. Wasn't? Yeah, but you have to. If you're gonna work that song into a movie, it has to be something like. Like they're out doing karaoke or some dumb shit. It's a romantic comedy. Or it's like one of those scenes where they're just walking slowly, like towards the camera. Um, and they just, or it's the it, fun. Yeah. it could be the title screen like song. Yeah. Or some sort of montage. Yeah, montage some like sort of getting montage ready for another date. I feel like it's got exactly. somebody else, like, because she's not coming, she's going. Like, she's not, uh-oh, here she comes. It's like, uh-oh, where'd she go? <laughs> like, it's not the same. It's not about the here she comes or there she goes. It's that she you were manipulates. Such a big drink when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, that she has this reputation, and she fucking just eats the men up and spits them out, and she's done with them, and then she's gone. 
All right, what other songs we got? Yeah, hit us. Uh, From My Head to My Heart by Evan and Jaren. I don't know. I'd probably know if I heard it because, you know, I lived it. All right, pass. Blue Eyes Blue, Eric Clapton. And that's that's What Hurts, Hall & Oates. Never Saw Blue Like That, Sean Colvin. Colvin? And You Can't Hurry Love, I said that one. You Sang to Me by Mark Anthony. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Very good. You're come on, th- come on, hungry like the wolf, hungry like the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one for me by Allure. Mm. Before I Fall in Love by Coco Lee. Where oh, Were God. You on Our Wedding Day by Billy Joel. And wow. It Never Entered My Mind by Miles Davis. I'm disappointed that Damn. there's not a like more like running themed song. <laughs> You know, never coming back. <laughs> 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 You'd think, I mean, oh, wedding shit, singer man. took that one though. So, oh, fuck. Yeah, I yeah, I'm surprised up. that Tom Petty song wasn't on there. I'm surprised it there wasn't any like, share. Yeah, it really does. Time that. It, it was really does. Celine Dion? Like, no Celine Dion, really? I swore Celine Dion was on there. Like, or Shania Twain. But I'm not seeing anything. It's the Dixie know, Chicks. That's what you were. Wait, remember. but there was Martina mm. McBride on there. Yes. Mm. Oh, I mean, yeah. the yeah. sorry. I keep saying Dixie yeah. Chicks in my yep, head. Yep. It's kind of no, the wild Dixie Chicks were on there, too. Because, like. The chicks now. Mm, yeah. Not them. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It's kind of wild because, like, that had to be my mom's, like, emo point, but I just think it's really funny that she was watching Runaway Bride yeah. as her, like, <laughs> sad thing. Definitely mm. outsatted my mom. She has, like, super thick mascara <laughs> on and black hair just watching <laughs> Runaway Bride. I don't know. And then it turned into Kenny Chesney after it, so, I don't oh, know. Oh, boy. Hold uh, on, wait. She went from watching movies to just... <laughs> pretty much stopped she gave up the movies and just switched to country Basically, music yeah and okay like yeah i don't know <sighs> god damn god. it was a weird weird childhood because i just was along for the ride i did not i apparently just like watch what she watched sometimes a lot women of that age love kenny chesney fucking yeah like, it is like they've never it's seen like him pull so his hat up <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's just got a chestnut shaped head. <laughs> I remember him looking like shiny for some reason. A turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not a rock person. He is shiny. Why is he so shiny? Because his hat's always under that or because his hat's always under that hat. Getting damp and shit. Yeah. He's actually a rock person and he's a geode. Yeah. That's what his I mean, species does. They make moisture. Uh, mm, they what put is, him through the rock buffer. What does he remind me of? Maybe like <laughs> the a crab ball polisher at the bowling alley. <laughs> he's definitely a sea he's, critter of some kind, yeah, but not like, like an a, in the ocean kind, just like an right. ocean adjacent type. <laughs> he's like, mm. like a burrowing sort. <laughs> sure, like he needs to stay moist. Like yeah. he'll dry up. Yeah, he needs to be he close to a body of water. water. <laughs> yes, he can't really breathe underwater for long. I just think he's, he's a sulky. 
He's a crab. <laughs> he's an evolved crab, and he just doesn't have the claws anymore. He's a worse crab. Uh, you've obviously never heard any of his songs because they got the hooks, baby. <laughs> is this she being influenced by his shiny head, or is it influenced by his beachy vibe? <laughs> mm. A little column A, a little column yeah, B. Yeah, I, I think it naturally evolved that way. That is true. <laughs> How? Okay, Kenny Chesney, you can't have both. He had to fucking like a. Like water songs, but he also has the farm songs. You gotta Go pick, back a to the sea. pick a lane. Pick a lane. Yeah. <laughs> Where you came from, you fucking selkie. Right. You Stop taking our ladies. <laughs> you're not even a person. You're a crab, and we Go know back it. To the sea, <laughs> Kenny Chesney throwing rocks at him. Get out of here, Kenny. But Chesney. truly, what's better than like spending the whole like planting and harvesting season working hard on your farm, and then you know one. Once that's over, you just hightail it down to Mexico. <laughs> Spend a few months on the beach, relax. It's all worth it. Then, then disappear into the Gulf for the winter. <laughs> God speed you to the sea, Kenny Chesney. <laughs> it just walks arms open into the surf. Just, <laughs> just takes him. Take this him back with loving arms. <laughs> I'm I'm coming for you, my daddy, Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> I realize his song, whatever the big orange ball sitting in the water is, whatever that is, I realize it was biographical. He was the orange ball. That was his egg that he grew out of. <laughs> it's the egg. It all makes sense. All the Chesney's all the Chesney from lore an egg. that we're coming up with yeah. here. And while uh, he was in the egg, his daddy Poseidon only played him the Runaway Bride soundtrack. <laughs> It's all connected. This is my destiny. I must emerge from the sea. <laughs> I must crack out of this egg, climb upon the shores with my blind little pale rat-like eyes. See you and later, make my Daddy. Little farm. <laughs> and then I'd like to see a tractor, Daddy Poseidon. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, with a comma in the in a different spot. <laughs> I'd like to see a tractor daddy, tractor hyphen daddy, <laughs> comma Poseidon. <laughs> uh. So where did your mom go after Kenny? <laughs> Anywhere? Or she's she still hung there. up. Nickelback. Yeah, pretty she's much. Still in that yeah, things then they it did. turned into Tony Times, and then it became yeah, like Nickelback. <laughs> and Tony <laughs> Times. Tony Times. You got your, you've got your Bible Times, your Medieval Times, and your Tony Times. <laughs> Is that how you remember your life? Like the divorce time, my and then Tony life. Times. Yeah, my, it's Tony Times. My life, seeing the perspective. I imagine he of my showed mom. up on the first date. <laughs> it's Tony Times. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, she didn't leave. Like you said, yeah. she's like, I, I kind of like the vibe. Let's see where this goes. I am getting sick of Kenny Chesney, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'm over the Runaway Bride soundtrack too. So. The era of Kenny is over, but the time of Tony is just beginning. <laughs> and it's been Tony time ever since. Yeah. The, yep. Pretty much with so. a little Nickelback. Peppered yeah, Nickelback, Breaking Benjamin. Um, yeah, and then started liking football. My mom did not like football pre Tony. Um, I think pre Tony yeah, times. The, these, these are all. <laughs> these are all. These are all subdivisions of Tony time. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah you, I think we're. I think we're like still living in Tony time. Yeah, like, yeah, like in sure. the timeline, you got the little like okay, Nickelback, football, Breaking Benjamin. Yeah, under the then, umbrella. Of PTT, yeah, and then we we don't talk about the last two years. 
Tony time is actually also Miller time because he also likes Miller uh, beers. It's a colloquialism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, it, yep. it depends on what 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 uh, region you're in. Unless yeah. it's a Tony holiday, time, Miller then he time. Drinks Stella. Yep. <laughs> That's his distinguishing. Beer. And the proposal did come about in Tony time, so she's got mm. a movie for each era, I guess. Just That's one fair. though. <laughs> just <laughs> one. Once every for each fifteen one. years. Yeah. yeah. And then she just keeps nice. watching it again and again. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Moms are weird. My now body you know feels weird. Everything about know. my mom <laughs> that you ever I needed to. I think I had to. a minor heart, like, <laughs> situation. Goodness. I had some sort of cardiac event during that <laughs> conversation. 